You are listening to the weekly sermon from the Canton United Methodist Church in Canton, South Dakota. We're a church that strives to make disciples of Jesus Christ who make a difference. To learn more, visit us at cantonsdumc.org. And now, here's Pastor Clay. To honor all copyright restrictions, certain elements have been edited out of this message. So our scripture this morning does come for us from the book of Psalms in chapter 23. Let's read and hear this together. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. Would you pray with me? Holy and gracious God, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be holy and acceptable to you. For you, O God, are our rock, and you are our redeemer. And we give you thanks for who you are as we say together, Amen. So the hardest words in all of Psalm 23 for me to wrap my head around is this. He leads. He leads me. Not real big on being led. I have a hard time wrapping my head around that one part of it. The rest of it, I'm all in for. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. That feels pretty good. He anoints my head with oil and my cup overflows. He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. Doesn't it just rock to know that God is with you? God is with you. God is with me. What better promise can be proclaimed over the people of God? Amen. But the leading part, hmm. He leads me beside still waters. He leads me on right paths for his name's sake. He leads me. It's hard to be led sometimes. And if we're being honest, it sometimes hurts to be led sometimes. But this is what God does. God leads God leads us on a good path, is what the Word says, and that's what I believe. But he leads. He leads in all of the ways that the psalmist has laid out. God leads. But that sometimes means that God leads me where I don't want to go. And that sometimes means that God leads me into situations that I would rather just avoid. God leads and I don't. And God expects you and me to follow. God directs us. As we continue through our journey, our sermon series this summer about movies and all the things that make movies great, we're turning our attention to directors. And more specifically, we're talking about who has the right to be our director. 
And to aid our conversation, we're going to be looking at one of the 12 Pixar projects that a director named David Mullins has worked on, and we're going to be looking at specifically a, a, a Pixar short called Lou. Lou made its debut ahead of Cars 3 in 2017, and in 2018 it was nominated for an Academy Award as one of the best animated shorts of the previous year. Now, Lou is an anthropomorphic sweatshirt full of lost and found items. And if that was a hard sentence or a weird sentence to hear, imagine what it felt like writing that sentence earlier this week. Lou is an anthropomorphic sweatshirt full of lost and found items. Lou is in charge of the lost and found, and the lost and found that he's in charge of is missing the letters L, O, and U, hence his name is Lou. After recess, Lou is in charge of collecting the items, the toys that have been left behind by children, which I know never happens, right, parents? Um, and he arranges them in the lost and found so that they're easier to find, and he's even willing to give a little bit of a hint. And so let's go ahead and let's meet Lou. So it's a nice start. Lou is created and Lou starts to, to exist, but a conflict arises when a bully named JJ starts to steal toys that have just been returned to their rightful owners. JJ intercepts a football. He spins a kid on a merry-go-round and steals his video game. He tricks a little girl into giving um, him her teddy bear, and he stuffs all of these things and so much more into his own backpack. And that is more than Lou can handle. Lou gets angry. And Lou goes about doing the work of reclaiming all of those items and reclaiming JJ's backpack. And then the chase is on. Let's take a look at it. So it's a little choppy because of the YouTube video I found, but I don't know if you've noticed what happens at the end is that Lou ends up with JJ's teddy bear his precious prized teddy bear. And using that as leverage, Lou then starts to direct JJ. In order to get his teddy bear back, JJ has to give all the other toys back. Lou is leading JJ in right paths to return toys and to give up his bullying ways. And first, J.J. does this begrudgingly. It is not his choice to give back these toys. He doesn't want to do it, but he wants his teddy bear back, and so he does it. He is being led in ways that he does not want to be led, but yet he is doing it. And then something amazing happens. As the lost and found gets emptier and emptier, J.J. starts to enjoy this more and more to the point where he can't get enough. He's being led. He's being directed. He's being directed in the right way, not for God's name's sake, but he's still being led. He's still being directed. And in the midst of it, he is being transformed. And people are noticing the difference. People that were first on the fence about J.J. are now happy to see him. Lou, his enemy, has become his friend. And near the end of the film, or the, near the end of the short, in this flurry of giving back more and more and more and more, we see a little girl wearing a red sweatshirt 
that looks awfully familiar. J.J. found the owner for everything in the lost and found, including Lou. Lou is home, and J.J. has his teddy bear, and J.J. has new friends, and everyone feels just this general sense of better. How is it that a director can make us feel such big emotions in six minutes? It takes a really sharp director to make us feel such emotions in just six minutes. In the six minutes of this Pixar short, Lou teaches us what it looks like to be led. And Lou teaches us what it looks like to be transformed when we allow ourselves to be directed. The reality of our lives is that we all go through the same journey that J.J. and Lou go through. We resist being led. It's uncomfortable. It feels unnatural. And we would just much rather figure things out by ourselves. Thank you very much. It doesn't matter if it's a teacher or a coach or a parent or a boss or a spouse. We resist this idea. We resist this feeling of being led. Before I understood what an Episcopal letter from our bishop was, I resisted the idea of being led. But it turns out that an Episcopal letter from the bishop is sent to every pastor that starts a new appointment. And so when I got my first Episcopal letter from Bishop O when I was serving in the church in Brookings, I looked on with horror as I read the words from my bishop. And now looking back, I can kind of see what he was writing about, and I can actually uh, see that what he wrote can be summarized in the words of my, uh, my Uncle Gary. Well, upon my seminary graduation, he said, now you have your degree, go get your education. What Bishop O wrote to me as a young pastor back in 2012 was, go learn how to be a pastor by doing the things that seminary couldn't possibly have taught you. But I gotta tell you, it felt an awful lot like direction. And so I resisted it with every fiber of my being until my senior pastor pulled me aside and showed me his letter and said, hush, <laughs> basically. My senior pastor helped me realize that it's the bishop's job to direct pastors. And it's Lou's job to direct the lost and found and to direct JJ. And it is God's job to direct us. The Lord is my shepherd. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. And David the psalmist knew exactly what he was writing when he wrote those words to start off Psalm 23. Because shepherd was David's trade. Shepherd is what David did. And he knows all of the work that that entailed. The Lord is my shepherd. David wrote from what he knew. He knew that a shepherd's job was to protect the flock. And sometimes that meant using a shepherd's crook to defend the flock from other animals. And sometimes that means using a shepherd's crook to give a tired sheep a rest. And sometimes it means that you have to use the shepherd's crook to correct the wrong path of a sheep because they're heading towards a dangerous chasm or they're about to eat something poisonous or they're leading to something that's going to lead to their absolute death. It's a shepherd's job to protect the flock from external threats. 
and internal threats. It's a shepherd's job to say, don't go over there. It's a shepherd's job to say, don't eat that, that's going to hurt you. It's a shepherd's job to say, we're only going this far today. When we give in to being directed, when we give in to being directed by God, our shepherd, we are transformed. Think of JJ. He didn't want to give back those toys, but his director gave him no other option. And it changed his ways. When we start being led and directed by God, it can feel forced or fake or disingenuous. But over time, as we learn more and more about who God is and experience more and more of the things that David said in Psalm 23, those parts that we can wrap our heads around and those parts that we can't, we learn to be led by God. We learn to be directed. And friends, who better to lead us, who better to direct us than the one who will never leave us? Who better to lead us than the one who will never leave us? In the little short video we watched, Lou eventually left JJ. Lou found his home. And like, I'm sure that JJ had this memory to reflect back on because when a sweatshirt comes to life, he remembers something like that. But it was different. God leads us differently. God directs us differently. And God will never leave us. Not in the midst of still waters. Not in the midst of the presence of our enemies. Not in the midst of darkest valleys. God will never leave us. So doesn't it make sense that God is the one that gets to lead us? Friends, let us cling to God and learn what it means to be led in right paths for his name's sake. Would you pray with me? Holy God, we give you thanks that you are the one who leads us and you are the one that promises to never lead us astray, but to lead us in right paths for your name's sake. As we seek our leading from you, help us to always be cognizant of the fact that you are the one who has the right, has the authority to lead. And when we resist, stay faithful. We're a work in progress. But we are working to be made into your image. In all things and in all ways, be with us and lead us. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's sermon from the Canton United Methodist Church. Join us in person or online at 10 o'clock every Sunday morning for worship. And now go in peace and serve the Lord. I want to encourage you after the message to head over to our YouTube channel and click the subscribe button. Over on YouTube, you will find videos of our entire worship service, a video cast of our weekly Cut for Time conversation with Pastor Clay and Eric, songs from our praise band One Way Up, and a bunch of other great things as well. Just search for Canton United Methodist Church. It would mean a lot to have you subscribe.